Welcome, everybody, to episode number 20 of the Third Time Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, joined, as always, by Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Mike, known as, by the way, Evil Lawn Gnome on Xbox Live and Ryman and Steel on PlayStation Network. Mike, how are you today? Also known as a dude that really needs to win the lottery, man. Yeah, aren't we all? I so, hear you. Um, yeah. Also joining us, uh, as always, is Graham. Graham, uh, known as Music Dweller on Xbox Live. Graham, how are you? I'm doing really good, and we finally got the reveal that we've been waiting for for a long time, but we'll talk about that more later. Which we'll get into. Yep. Definitely a great day. Absolutely. So uh, you can join in the conversation on Twitter. You can follow us uh, at Third Sound Gaming, all words, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N, gaming. Uh, you can send us email, mail at thirdsungaming.com. Give us questions, comments, concerns. Uh, give us something to talk about in discussion. Uh, we really appreciate that from our listeners so uh we do uh we want to thank uh, our listeners by the way we've seen our numbers uh growing consistently and uh we've actually developed a pretty good base in the uk so thank you to all of our uk listeners out there go uk yeah we generally are getting about 25 to 30 percent of our downloads from the united kingdom so we appreciate having you on board and we'd love to hear uh hear some feedback from you send us an email absolutely yeah send us some questions uh, we love to hear from our friends across the pond so Let's jump into news this week. So, leading off, uh, not you know, not a whole lot overall, but there are two giant stories that came out this week for everybody in gaming. So, first of all, the long-awaited, anticipated, and predicted Red Dead Redemption 2 was officially announced by Rockstar this week. It has a fall 2017 release. Guys, you got to see the trailer. Are you excited? Well... You know what? Yeah, dude. I mean, absolutely. I mean, uh, Red Dead was one of my favorite games. Uh, I, I remember, when, like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, when we were, uh, when me and you would play, we'd go over into that corner in and go up there and, and get, you know, ourselves in a whole bunch of trouble and then hold yep. down the fort while everybody came out after us. You know, that was a lot of fun. Um, the, the single player was great. Um, now that the graphics are so much improved and, and stuff like that, that's really good. The only thing I don't like is this partnership deal. Um, they're, part, they're partnering with... Uh, um, Sony. Thank you. Thank you very much, Canada. Shut up. <laughs> they're they're partnering... Part, part, oh, my God, I'm going to kick your ass. They're part... They're use, part... Use your words. <laughs> ...with PlayStation, and so PlayStation's going to get content ahead of the Xbox. And I really wish yeah. the game companies would not do this. I agree, especially for just huge anticipated releases like this. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, Red Dead for me is probably one of the very best single player open world campaigns I've ever played. Yeah, That's especially I haven't played Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, whatever. I, you know, the only thing about Witcher 3, man, is, is you might have to micromanage your inventory 24 7. That's yeah. Because Red Dead was so user accessible. It was so much fun, and yeah. Um, also, they have apparently reserved a donate name, something revolving around Red Dead Online. So I think we might be anticipating something similar to what we see with Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So really looking forward to that. Um, you know, any other thoughts? Uh, Graham, are you looking forward to this? Well, I don't know where it's going to fit in the array of all the other games at the time. But I know this game is going to be well received. It's going to be a really good game. So I would be very surprised if I don't jump in on board and really enjoy it. I really missed the wagon with Red Dead Redemption 2. Or not 2, sorry, 1. And I was 
I tried to get back into it, but there's just so much else out there, and it was just hard to go back and ignore all these other games that's mm. out there for my disposal. So, yeah, I'll definitely, definitely be checking it out and see what's going on. But, like I said, as far, like, I don't know. Hopefully it fits in a good spot where I'm not compounded with a bunch of other games and i got to choose between it. But I'm sure, yeah, it'll be, will be well-received and people have been waiting for this game for a long time. I'm going to tell you, I can't anticipate a game coming out that would take precedent over this. Damn skippy. Um, I, I just, I don't see it in the 2017 schedule of what we know is coming unless there's just a huge bombshell that we're not seeing yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything's gonna gonna come before this. Um, and I bet, Graham, if you go back to Red Dead, the first one, in like February, once everything's kind of calmed down, I, I bet you have a really good time with it. It's, yeah. it's really fun, it's a great game. So, uh, really looking forward to this next fall. I was kind of hoping we'd see a spring release, but... I'm glad we're not seeing a spring release, because there's a lot of big games coming out in March, and systems. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take having good things, can you? No. <laughs> Not when I'm busy. That's, just, that's two people I know that can't. <laughs> so, the second big news of the week, and I think what Graham was referring to when... A little foreshadowing. The, yeah, when we started the show, was um, Destiny's Halloween event, Festival of the Lost, is returning <laughs> this year. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, it's going to bring new it. quests, new masks, and new weapon mods. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that is really happening. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. But the other big news of the week is that the Overwatch. Nintendo... Yeah, something about Overwatch, too. The, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch is a, was officially unveiled today, Thursday, with a trailer. No more NX. We no more NX. Made. It is now the Nintendo Switch. So hopefully that means that they're switching from shitty to good. <laughs> yep. And bad plan to good plan. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. I, Grandma, you're the big Nintendo Bobo here. So what are your thoughts? You know, I was really thinking about the whole concept of it being portable and being like a home console as well. And it seems like it's seamless, which is a really great idea. But like for me, it's not like the, the most ideal kind of thing. But like I can see where, say, okay, I'm playing game or whatever like that, and I want to go somewhere like else in the house. Maybe go just before I go to bed or something like that. I can just pick it up and carry it and just play it just seamlessly. But like for people that travel and maybe like kids going back for school or people going back to for college, like say if you get up first thing in the morning and you got some time to kill. Like, this happens to me in the morning sometimes, like, I'll start playing a game and stuff like that. But then, like, for me, I got to go and then I, I drive to work. But for people who commute, you just pull it out and you take it and you just continue playing. So yeah. I think for certain people, it, it's amazing. And yeah. it's been well-received. Like, people are, are, are really enjoying it. And it doesn't look like it's going to be, like, fall apart and, like, you're going to lose the controller really easy. Like, it seems like... You always have somewhere to keep it, right? So it's, right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, no, I'm. Like I said, I really wish that I kind of had a job where I could commute and I could have like more time to like use it portable. But for me, I'll like I said, I'm be mainly using it at home. Maybe if I go visit family, but I like it. I like what I'm seeing, and it looks like we're going to get some uh, third-party support, which is something that Nintendo's needed for a long, long time. Now, on that third-party support, 
we saw images of Skyrim. We saw images of NBA 2K17. Now, Skyrim, for sure, is not confirmed for the system. No, but Bethesda no. is on board with Nintendo. Yeah, clearly it's being developed for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at least they've looked into it. Mm-hmm. So I hope, for Nintendo's sake, that it is confirmed, that it's out and it's there. You know, I think that's one of the things that's hurt Nintendo is that they've lost so much third-party support in the last this last generation. Right. Yeah. And really going back into the Wii is where they started to lose it. I mean, they had Call of Duty, a couple other games, but that's where they really started to lose third-party support. This game seems to take a lot of the motion control out. It yeah, seems like, to go back yeah. to the core. Nothing's been confirmed for motion control. No one knows if it's touch. So basically, this is just a teaser. And, like, I really hope they're not going to hold out too much longer for the reveal more. Because mm-hmm. me and I'm sure other people are going to go stir-crazy just thinking about the price of it. What's going <laughs> to, yeah. what they're going to have for support. Like, what's going to come with this. So now you've seen it. You've seen the components of it. I'm still a little worried about the durability, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've seen it, Graham. So what to you is a fair price? Oof. It's tough. Um, I'm not saying what you would pay. I'm saying what's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think um, about what... I don't know if all those peripherals come with the system. Like, I know the controller don't come with it. That's something you would no. buy separately. No. I'm, I'm guessing it comes with that little dock thing for the mm. contr- two parts of the controller. I would yeah. say it's that, it's the base, and it's the, the what they're calling the console. Yep. So... I'll say 300 maybe 350 would be their tops. If they're going any higher than that, they're going to be in big trouble. I and I think I'm talking Canadian too. Yeah. So that means $100 American. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it all depends on what happens in 3 weeks. 299 this year. USD would not surprise me at all. Yeah, I would agree. And I think I agree. I think 350 USD is as high as you can go. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if they'll have different like hard drive space versions or something like that, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it seems like a lot of the consoles are doing that now. So, and this being a portable, like I don't know how the old hard drive and uh, how much that's gonna play in. So basically, need to wait till I have more information, because I'm sure everybody wants to know how much this is. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they yeah. make the right decision. I'll say this, Graham. You might want to sit down if you're not. <laughs> I was impressed with the graphics of what I saw. Uh, it looks like, you know, and maybe because we've set the bar a little low <laughs> for Nintendo graphics, but it looks like they're taking it seriously, and it looks like they're actually trying to appeal to what you would call core gamers. Yeah, it did look really good. I, I agree with you. I, I, I was impressed, and I will say that the little bit we saw has swayed me a little bit. Not a lot. That's all. That's all it needs. And it I, has, and it has my attention. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was perusing Twitter, and it seems like a lot of people agree with you, or because yeah. people were hesitant and they didn't know, and they're like, "Wow, now that I saw this, or more that I saw of it, more that I, I like it." And people, some people are like just throwing their money. It's like, just give it to me now. Don't worry, I'm not throwing money anywhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this thing. I want to see the full reveal. Yeah, I want to see and the specs. I want to see them talk about what it can do and, and see it kind of in action. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. because a, a trailer it doesn't get more controlled than that. You're, you're right. They can control the message 100%. And you got to admit, that trailer looked very ambitious. If it could do yeah. everything that they're showing it was doing mm-hmm. and be, like, zero latency and, like, really seamless, like, if they can pull all that stuff off and do all that, then, yeah, no, it, it could definitely be what Nintendo needed to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. They did. The one thing they really need to step it up in is the, is the multiplayer stuff over the internet because the Wii was just ridiculous. I don't have okay. much of a reference as far as NX goes, but I've never heard of anybody really doing any kind of massive multiplayer online with that. You mean for Wii U? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, sorry. Wii U. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know three of us were not big Nintendo gamers. Like, I'm the only one on the Nintendo Wii U, but. I never use it. Like, it never gets any use. And, yep. like, Splatoon was a multiplayer game that people that have, like, I guess are more dedicated Nintendo players, they really enjoyed it and they played it a lot. So it seems like there is, like, the multiplayer aspect, but it, obviously it's not their big uh, big selling point for Nintendo. But you could also chalk that up to, to the hunger thing, you know. If you're hungry, you'll eat any cracker that's given to you, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll say this too. And Graham, we've talked in past episodes about how one of my concerns was all we've talked about so far is Zelda. Mm hmm. So we saw Mario today. Yeah. Which looked really good. It It did. They kind of like brought it back to a Mario 64 where you can run around like you're not, it's not like a linear platforming kind of thing. And that's one of my favorite franchises of all time. So. I love to see that there. That uh, that plays a role in swaying me towards yeah. it. We saw things like Splatoon, which I was actually really intrigued by. I didn't think it deserved Best Shooter at the Game Awards, but I wasn't going to go buy a Wii U to play that. No. What I do want to see, the feature I want, is something the Wii U actually has, and that's that the, on the Wii U you can go back and buy old Nintendo games. Yes. Yes. I'm playing. So if I can do that, yep. I'm I'm probably in. And the thing is, you can play it without having a TV or whatever. You can just play it on the mm-hmm. screen of the the Wii U, which yeah. I I enjoyed. Yeah. And you know what? Old Nintendo games would be fantastic on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because think back. I mean, let, you know, let's think back here to like when the original Nintendo system was out. We all played on like 13 inch TVs. Yeah. Yeah. 20 inch TVs maybe. And that's why I think that little controller, like, I forget what it's called, Joy-Con or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the little, if you just take off the one side and you turn it to the side, it's almost like a Nintendo controller. Mm-hmm. See, like, it seems like that's a kind of thing that they're st- sticking with. Like, even with, like, the Wii U, like, you use the Wiimote, you turn it on the side, mm-hmm. and you got the one and two as your A and B, and then you yeah. got your D-pad, which is yeah. great, like, I thought, because... When you play like Super Mario Brothers One and you've got this big bulky controller like an Xbox controller, it, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Right. You I... know, speak, speaking of controllers, sorry Mike, but speaking of controllers, what I love about that controller is that it resembles the for the for the Switch is that it resembles the Xbox controller so much. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah. It very much resembles it, and mm-hmm. in fact, it's almost the exact same thing except. Uh, like where you have your hands, the part that like drops down on the left and right just goes down a little further. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it looks like the exact same thing. 
Yeah. So I really like that because that that to me makes it seem like it's gonna be a lot more seamless to jump in and play. Right. Yeah, and I like that it comes with that thing for it to snap in to make it like a controller. So then, because yep. like with the Wii U and the Wii, you just had like the nunchucks and stuff like that. And if you yeah. want like the Pro controller, then you'd have to go out and drop fifty bucks. So then you might as well just throw it down to the price, and then that mm-hmm. just puts it more out of reach of the money you want to spend on it. Yeah. So, yeah, like I really hope that does come with it. it, it to me, it seems like a no-brainer that it, they would include it. You, you think that standalone controller is going to come with it? Not, not stand, the one that it snaps into. Okay, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about standalone. Yeah, yeah, but I was just saying, like, it's yeah. good to see that they actually give you something that you can have kind of like a controller. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. I, I think that's a guarantee that will come with it. Yeah. The That other one, the the one I'm talking about, will absolutely be an add-on purchase. Yeah, 50 bucks, I yeah. would say. Yeah, 50 or 60, yep. <clears throat> so I think we're all kind of optimistic. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word we'd use, and, and I'm really looking forward to actually seeing them put on a full event to talk about the system and talk about the games it's going to have and give us an idea of when these games are going to come out. We know Zelda is going to accompany it at launch. Yeah, it'll I be would, an, a Nintendo Direct. That's how they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll release it. Yeah, or like, and I would anticipate, I agree, and I would anticipate that we'd see those ports like Splatoon. I know there's one other one, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but Splatoon will be a launch title because that's yeah. pretty easy to port. I would think Mario, that Mario they're showing, will be launch. That's the that's the one for me. If Mario's launch title, there's a good chance I'll buy this thing at launch, unless it's just a disaster at in their Nintendo Direct thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they have to offer. I was I was actually really intrigued today by what I saw, and I'm really optimistic about now about what this can bring. So it looks like a really, you know, radical departure from what we saw with the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah. Hmm. And the simple fact that it doesn't have the damn word Wii <laughs> attached to it gives me hope. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to see. So, all right, let's move in. Uh, next up, Destiny. Hey, asshole, I was trying to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Um, as far as the, the compatibility goes with the the games like you know Mario and Zelda, all the, all the oldie big games and stuff, Yeah. Um, every single one of their... their uh, Consoles now, starting with the Wii, all had the ability to do this and get the get the games off the internet. So if you've already pre-purchased it, I believe, on the Wii, I believe it was available to download on the Wii U as well. Mm-hmm. So I can't see why they wouldn't just put that extra the extra chip on the motherboard to make sure it'd be able to play it. So I can't I, see why there wouldn't be why it was, why that wouldn't be there. I really hope so, and. You know, that would make me not search quite as hard for what is now a very elusive Nintendo Classic Edition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I'm still watching for that, see if I can find one. Yeah. But if I can get a lot of those games on the Switch, I keep wanting to call it the NX, but the Switch, then I'll just wait and get it on there. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, next up. So, we joked about it before, but for real... Destiny's Halloween event, Festival of the Lost, is coming back this year. Uh, it, ha- it does have new quests, new masks, new new masks, new weapon mods. <laughs> so I guess the question here is not about the event itself, but about the game. For the three of us, Graham, you've never played Destiny, but Mike, you played it, I've played it, and we haven't played it in a long time, in like legit a year. Yeah. What would it take to get you back into Destiny? 
Uh, whenever Destiny 2 comes out. Okay. So yeah. what are you hoping to see there that will get you back in? Open world. Um, more than, like, three different scenarios that get that get twisted around, you know, mm -hmm. 30 different times. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just, I, I don't find the game fun at all. Yeah. I did for a very little bit, and then I didn't, because it just found to be the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah. Just, you know, painted 30 different ways. So, I have yeah. a funny feeling that when, you know, they come out with the new engine and the new game and stuff like that, everything will be a lot different than I'll be willing mm -hmm. to give it a shot. Yeah, but the one redeeming thing I can say for Destiny, because I'm kind of with you on a lot of it, um, Destiny is a really smooth shooter in terms of mechanics. Like, it feels good, the weapons feel different, so you can get the type of weapon that feels good for you, and use that. I really like that about the game. Yeah. I agree 100% that it looks like this was, like, half of what they originally envisioned. Maybe so. When the game came out. And I think there's a lot of truth, and while we've seen the article, like, Destiny got gutted a year before it was released. Right. They gutted the entire story, and it's basically started from scratch. Right. And it shows. Yes. So, what they weren't confident in their story? Is that no? Why? Like the execs at uh, um, Activision, I believe, maybe it was at Bungie. It was one or the other. Basically said, "This sucks. We're not doing it." <laughs> and they gutted the entire story, and that's why Destiny, the original, really doesn't have much of a story. Right. It like kind of, sort of has a campaign, but not really. No. You know, like it's there. Yeah. You can go do some things, but they don't connect. There's no real story behind it. No. Um, it just tells you where to go next. Pretty much. So, and then you go shoot stuff, and then it tells you where to go next to go shoot more stuff. So, yeah. you know, I, I wish this game would have grabbed me more because I would love to be so into it to want to go do the raid and do things like that. It just never grabbed me to that point. I think Destiny 2 has an opportunity to do that because now they promise a story mode. Now they promise that once you finish a quest, there might be somebody on that planet that you run into to start a brand new quest without having to go back into orbit and go to the tower and start over. Right. That's appealing. Yes, it is. So I would say I'm on board to give Destiny 2 a chance. If they can deliver on a lot of things they're saying they're going to do. Mm -hmm. So are you with that, Mike? Are you kind of on the same... Yeah, yeah. I'm all for open world games. I'll give any mm -hmm. open world game a shot. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. so, I just want it to be more seamless. It just felt yeah. like, go to tower, accept this thing, go do it, go back to tower. Load, go to here. Yeah. Load. Yeah, there were the, long, the load times on that were, were kind of crappy, too. A little bit. So... And, and this game does have a significant following to it, still. And, you know, we've just kind of fallen off the ship, but a lot of people still play this game nonstop. Mm -hmm. So, I, I just want, for me, I just want to see it be a little more seamless. I want to see a story mode. I'm very drawn into games that actually make you care about the characters involved. Right. Um, at least to some degree, and have a compelling story. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Gears of War 4 is a great example of that. So, I, I'm, I'm optimistic based on what they've said for Destiny 2, but for those who are still really into the game, uh, it is going to have this Halloween event, Festival of the Lost Returning, that was leaked today. So, you have that to look forward to this month. All right. Next up, the PlayStation 4 Pro.
coming in November, November 10th, correct? I believe. Uh, is going to feature a replaceable hard drive and it's going to have one gigabyte of extra RAM to it. So this is this is one gig of like separate RAM, right? I, I think, think so. That's from what I hear. Like, I, I think I think aside from what they already talked about, yeah. All right. So like it doesn't add to the total. So basically, it takes some of the the work. So then the other RAM can like work quicker. So the yeah. graphics can like Both times quicker. Will go faster. Yeah. Yeah. Graphics are. We'll, won't be affected by that. It's just basically going to be load times mm -hmm. because, you know, um, the, like the SSD drives, uh, RAM is just a faster SSD drive. Yeah. So, so I guess my my question to you guys is, should this be celebrated? Um, no. I mean. So why? It's a good, it's a good way to make a buck. That's for sure. Because yeah. Know, I mean, I I I wouldn't mind things loading faster. You know. Uh, but, sure. Um, should it be like wow? No, not at all. No, no. And, and it's like until until like the the Nintendo news came out today, like this was the big story on IGN, you know, PSIGN, yeah. <laughs> um, for today. And I like IGN, but they tend to slant towards PlayStation quite a bit, yeah. Um, at times, anyway. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like at this point in the cycle, like this type of stuff should be standard. It shouldn't be celebrated as like, wow, you're giving us this. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like I agree because you're calling it the PlayStation 4 Pro, yeah, meaning right. it is the optimum gaming system that PlayStation has to offer. Mm -hmm. So you have to be better than the previous console. So right. by adding one more gig of RAM, like that's that to me that should be a no-brainer because yeah. you want it to be faster. You want the graphics to be better. So like you need you need more RAM. So yes. Congratulations, you, you did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, all they've done so far is say we're going to be a little bit better in processing power. It's going to look like a double cheeseburger instead of a single cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And see, and, I don't get how they keep yeah. pushing, too, about this HDR and 4K. Like, it's just upgraded. It's not made like, of 4K. It's not, no. It's, but they don't admit that, right? Well, of course they're not going to admit that. I mean, they're just going to say 4K, but I think it's important that everybody knows this is not a native 4K machine. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm just wondering, like, how much the HDR actually suffers, too, because it's not native 4K. The only system that is promised and committed to native 4K is the Xbox Scorpio coming next year. Yeah. And, and I still come back to the question with the, the PS4 Semi-Pro. Where is the freaking 4K Blu-ray drive? Yeah. Right. It's, you know, it should be standard at this point. Sony led the charge with Blu-ray to begin with, with the PlayStation 3. Yep. And Xbox was able to put it in and still be $300. Yep. Yeah. So what are you doing? Yeah. <coughs> so I'm going to ask you guys this question. Mm -hmm. how, how well do you guys think the PS4 Pro is going to do? I think it's going to do really well because I think yeah. Sony has a passionate fan base. Yes, they do. But I think a lot of those consoles are going to be upgrades. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be people that already had a PS4 and they're just going to upgrade to that. Yep. I don't think they're going to bring a whole lot of new people into the market or into the PlayStation ecosystem because of price point. Your family's going to be able to go in. Mom's going to go into the 
you know, Best Buy or Walmart or Target, mm-hmm. and she's going to see PS4 Pro for $400, and she's going to see Xbox One S for 300 Yep. Mm-hmm. And which one's she going to get? Yeah. Yep. So that- it's, the same, it's the exact opposite of what we experienced in 2013. Yeah. Okay, let or me ask you guys or this. Or she's going to go in and, and she's going to go... Okay, well, my son really wants a PS4 Pro. Um, he doesn't have a PlayStation. So what are the differences between the PS4 and the PS4 Pro? And the guy's going to go, meh, meh, a little. If, if he's being honest, yeah. 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 So they might just sell the PS4 Slim or the whatever. It's just known as the PS4. But yeah. Yeah. Like, they might try to push, say, do you have a 4K TV? And if she says mm-hmm. yes, then they might be like, Okay, then you should get the PS4 Pro, yeah. even though it's probably not going to be that big of a difference. Right. But do you guys think when this PS4 Pro comes out that it's going to outsell the Xbox One S, or do you still think the Xbox One S? I do. It, yeah, you do. Yeah. What do you think, Mike? Do I think the PS4 Pro is going to outsell, outsell the Xbox One S? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I think a lot of people like me. Are waiting for Scorpio to come out before the upgrade. Yeah, I don't so, see it. I'm yeah. good with regular Blu-ray right now. I really am. Um, so I'm waiting for for the big Kahuna to come in. Yep. So let, let me let me clarify, Graham. I I think in the NPDs it absolutely will outperform the One S, and the reason is the One S came out in August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that were really excited to buy the One S have already done so. Yeah. And you're going to see now kind of the lingering purchases of that system. Um, but I can tell you, like, where I work, we have layaway. Yeah. And we've been sitting in the layaway room doing our thing for the last four days. Four days. <laughs> um, in a cramped room with a table in the middle trying to do what we do. Yeah. And I look around the room, though, and I will say this. There are a lot more Xboxes in that room on layaway than there are PlayStation 4s. A lot more. Right. Yeah. Now, do you think but, some people are going to have the misconception and they're going to think the PS4 Pro is going to be a 4K Blu-ray player? Do you think people are going to like buy it and think it's a 4K Blu-ray player? Yeah, because people don't read. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because they talk about 4K. Yeah. Yep. And they don't clarify that very well, intentionally. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm wondering if it's going to spark some returns. People are going to return it and like say, "Oh, I'm going to get the Xbox One S because it's a Blu-ray player." But oh, uh, yeah, I, I I agree. But let me finish what I was saying. Like, okay, go ahead. When I look at the layaway items, like there's a lot more Xboxes than there are PS4s. Mm-hmm. But the Xboxes that are there, it's split pretty much fifty-fifty, maybe fifty-five forty-five between the Xbox One S and the standard Xbox One. Hmm. I would say maybe 55 Xbox One S and 45 Xbox One, and the difference is the price. Right. So a lot of people don't have 4K TVs yet. Now, I think like market penetration for 4K is going to be much quicker than it, is, than it was for 1080. Right. Yes. Because the prices are already coming down significantly. Yeah. Like, like this, get, this holiday, yeah, it's going to be... Yeah. I would say on Black Friday, you're going to be able to get a 65-inch 4K TV now. It's probably not going to have HDR, and it's not going to be the best 4K in the world. Mm-hmm. But you'll probably be able to get a 65-inch 4K for about six or $700 somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 
because right now you can get a 55 inch 4K for about $450 if you're willing to look hard enough for it. Right. And it's it's a low end brand. It's not going to be great, but it yeah. still says 4K, and there's a lot of people that think 4K is 4K is 4K. Right. So now when you and think this not, happens, but, yeah, that everyone starts buying 4K TVs. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Xbox One S sales will go up for 4K Blu-ray player? For sure. Yep. I think it's, so, too. I think if you have educated salespeople in the stores that aren't, like, super fanboys, and they just give people straight information, they're going to say the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player on the market is this video game system, and you get an Xbox on top of it. And it's you know, it's cheaper by $100. Mm -hmm. So yep. I, I don't see why it wouldn't accelerate the sales of that system 100%. I think it was brilliant for Xbox to come out at the price point they did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. and I think PlayStation really messed up by not including a 4K Blu-ray yeah. player. <clears throat> oh, I agree. And what's it resulted in? It's resulted in an Xbox winning MPD three months in a row. And counting. For the first time, like, ever in this generation. Yep. So I think they're going to take that lesson of price point, they're going to apply it to Scorpio, too. Yep. I think those of us that are kind of hardcores that are planning on buying anyway, I think we're in for a treat because I think we're not going to spend as much as we think we might have to. That would that be would amazing. Be nice. Yeah. I, I would bet you they're going to come in at $400. Wow. That would be amazing. And, you know, at, I think 500 at the very most, but I think if they can do it in, at all, they will come in at $400 for that system. And, like, if we trade in our Xbox One S towards it, like, like for 200 bucks, like, if we can get, like, a like a new like the newest and greatest system or that'd be amazing even if yeah. it just took a hundred dollars off and you yeah. get three hundred dollars that's pretty awesome yeah that's cheaper than i think we've all said the nintendo switch is likely to be mm -hmm. yeah and this will be the most powerful gaming console ever made according to microsoft if they live up to their promises the most powerful ever made yep so well i think they have to live up to promises now they've been pushing this and pushing it and making statements about it that if they don't then they're just going to lose a lot of people mm -hmm. all right anything else on that no all right let's move on up next dead rising fours dlc is better season pass i'm sorry has been detailed it features customization options and additional multiplayer mode and new story missions, and it's $25. So uh, not, you know, what we've seen from a lot of games with the $50 season pass, but just $25. Uh, Mike, you're probably the biggest Dead Rising fan out of everybody here. Uh, anything grab you there? Well, the first one was open world, and I really enjoyed mm -hmm. that because he had never really, I mean, the zombie thing wasn't overdone at that point, and it was it was a lot of fun. You know, you put in a, all those different heads you could get on and stuff like that, but I... I haven't had a chance to look too in depth with uh, with number four. Number three seemed to be quest driven. You know, go here, yeah. do this. Go here, to go mm -hmm. do, do this. Hopefully, they bring back the open world thing. They got the first guy in there. Um, as far as the DLC goes, man, I mean, you know, if they're only going to charge twenty five dollars for it, don't expect the world. You know. Yeah. And you know what can you do um, with a game besides you know beat the crap out of zombies and have an objective? So, I mean. You know, it's not like it's Skyrim or, or uh, Fallout or anything like that. Right. So, you know, I guess 25 is probably about spot on. Yeah, I mean, there, there have been some really good $25 season passes, though. Like, 
uh, the one that stands out to me, and I know it's a it's a game that I love, and probably more than you know some other people. But Sunset Overdrive, I mean, their DLC is twenty five dollars, yeah. and it actually gave a pretty good amount of content and a decent amount to do. Um, it yeah. felt worth the twenty five dollars. Um, I've paid I paid fifty dollars before for DLC and like barely used it. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, I think for story driven games, DLC can be a really good value to pre order. Yeah, because you know. You know, you know if you like the story or not. You know if you like the world or not. I think for shooters, it's iffy. Yeah. Because you never know if you're going to move on to something else. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think season season passes should be more than twenty five dollars. Like, there's no reason you should have to buy the whole game again, like fifty bucks for DLC. Yeah. I agree. Like, it seems kind of ridiculous. Like, you've already got the sixty bucks or eighty bucks or whatever for the base game. So I don't know if you're just trying to make money off people who bought the game like later and just paid like thirty bucks for it or something like that. To me, to me, it depends on how much time you put in. Well, so, yeah, I know. even yeah. even if you do though, like even Fallout Four, like I put a lot of time into their DLCs. Yeah. And luckily, I got the season pass before they jacked up the price. Yeah. But I, I don't think you need to squeeze people for every little penny and like, come on, twenty five dollars is good enough. Yeah, I mean, but if you can get 50, get 50, right? I mean, that's yeah, how, is a business, how the right? world works. And I, the way I look at it, though, is like, so um, before NHL 16, when you had, you know, EASHL and like NHL 14 and before, <clears throat> excuse me, you I would go and purchase the like add-on packs for your individual player every single year on day one. Mm-hmm. And that to me is just like DLC. Yes. Yeah. But it was worth it to me because I knew I would be putting hundreds of hours into that game. Yep. So it was always worth it to me. It was never something that I complained about because I got my money's worth mm-hmm. every single year. Um, Battlefield 4, same deal. Yeah. I got my money's worth. So I don't complain a bit about spending $50 on that DLC. Right. Um, Call of Duty, I've done it before and regretted it. Oh, yeah. And because And not because the game was necessarily terrible. Like, I think I did it for, like, the first Black Ops, which was actually a pretty good game. And I ended up just moving on to other things, though. So I don't even think I played, like, the last two. And then the problem is with shooters is that it splits your player base. Yes. Yeah. So you've got yeah. players that don't have it. You've got players that do have it. And, and yeah, it cuts the, the base down by quite a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem there, too. Um, so... I would suggest for shooters only getting it for your massive games. I love the model that games like Halo 5 are going to, where they just have the updates and introduce some new maps and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I think we can all agree that was a goodwill offering after, you know, the the disaster that originally was the uh, um, Master Chief Collection yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. I think if on if MCC had gone well. Um, the DLC for Halo Five would have been like fifty dollars. Probably. So, okay. <clears throat> go ahead, man. Battlefield One season pass. Yep. I, because I I just bought Battlefield One mm-hmm. and I thought about yes. it. So did I. Like, yep. It's but it's like another. You're pretty much buying the game twice for the season pass. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it was 150 bucks and that's with the 10 percent discount Canadian. Yep. yep. And I'm like. Am I really gonna play it that much? And I, I didn't go for the season pass, mm-hmm. so now I'm thinking, okay, so if I get maybe the first two, 
then it's still probably be less than fifty bucks. Oh yeah. So I'm thinking if, like unless you're planning bucks. on yeah, so unless you're planning on getting all the DLCs pretty much, then yeah. it's really not quite worth it. Yeah, and I anticipate getting the season pass for um for Battlefield oh, One. Yep. Yeah. I just want to play it a little bit first to just make sure like I really love it as much as I think I'm going to. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are raving, man. Yeah. So I just want to play a little bit first. But I fully anticipate getting that season pass. I see that as a shooter like Halo 5 that I just keep going back to. Yeah. Now, was it a discount, though? Say if you got the Ultimate Edition that included the season pass, or there's no discount by getting the game and then buying the season pass? That's a good question. I don't know for that one. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. I I don't think it was for Battlefield 1. And if it was, it was very minimal. Yeah. So... Um, I, I will tell you the type of games I do get the season pass, though. Um, like, when I buy WWE next week, mm-hmm. I will get, I will buy the Ultimate Edition of that to get the season pass because they keep releasing, like, new people. Yeah. Constantly, and, you know, that that gets you all of them. Yeah. So, it's, it's a good value there for me because that's a game that I'll probably go back to on and off for quite a while. Right. Because I did it with the last year's game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I played it as recently as probably three weeks ago. Right. Um, going back to it and just kind of diving in and having fun with it. So yeah. that part's cool. And, like, the things like that. Also, racing games. Like, if you're super into, like, Forza 6, mm-hmm. yeah, get the season pass. Because then you get all the new cars that come down. Right. Yeah. So do that. Um, yeah. I think for shooters is kind of the question mark and whether or not... You know, it's worth it because are you still going to be playing it mm-hmm. a year down the road when that fourth map pack comes out? Right. So, other games are like story-driven games like Witcher 3, yeah. for example, um, Sunset Overdrive, you know, to, a, to yeah. a different degree. I think if you know you really enjoy the atmosphere and the story of the game, absolutely, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, so, like I bought the season pass for Witcher 3, but I didn't play any of the DLCs. But I don't regret it because maybe sometime I will. But mm-hmm. those DLCs, like, they're... I, I don't even know how many extra hours. I think they said maybe, like, 100. I don't even know. So yeah, one wine is huge. Yeah, so it, it is well worth it. So, yeah. like, even to support the the company or whatever. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're about to read. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that, that brings us to our last news item of the week. Uh, Darksiders, the War Mastered Edition is coming next month to consoles on November 22nd. So Thanksgiving week, real Thanksgiving, Graham. <laughs> um, but it's coming next or next month to consoles. Um, Mike, I know you play both games, and I know you're kind of more of a fan of two. Yeah. But does this game intrigue you at all? I, it, it, I mean, I, I, watch, I watched my friend play it more than I played the first one myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't nearly as entertaining as the second one was to me. So um, it doesn't interest me to buy it. Um, however, if you have not had a chance to play it and you did play the second one, it, it's it's worth getting the first one. Yeah. But the second one just had a lot more to it, and the controls were better, and you know all that kind of stuff. But uh, um, I, I could see this being a worthwhile purchase. Yeah. So I'll tell you, I'm actually really leaning towards getting this, and it's going to come down to the price. If it's sixty bucks, probably not. Yeah. If it's like forty or thirty. It's probably going to happen. And then you know what will probably happen after that? Um, I 
I win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Well, I'll yet. probably get two. I'll probably get the remastered edition of two. Mm. I play that because I actually played the first one uh, quite a bit. I never, I didn't finish it, yep. but I did enjoy it. But I never played two. Oh, two is really good. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like if I get this and get back into it and start enjoying it, especially since I have no South Park to play in December, mm-hmm. Ubisoft assholes. <laughs> um, this is gonna be something to play during that time frame, and yeah, you know I know I've got Last Guardian coming. Uh, early December and then Steep which actually really intrigues me mm-hmm. but this is kind of a good departure from those two games right and I, I, I could see myself getting into this and it being the right game at the right time so because yeah. um, I have no interest really in um, Watch Dogs 2 yeah me neither which comes out around the same time ish yeah I so, agree with you guys on that one so I mean if it gets great reviews because remember the first time we were all tricked we all thought it looked amazing, and everybody bought it, yep. and it sucked. Yep. So if it gets great reviews, like, later on when it's half off, yeah, I might grab it. But not as a as a day one pickup mm. for $60. So uh, this is the type of game that actually really intrigues me, because there will be some games that I bought that I finished, and yeah, I'm looking for something new at that point outside of doing the NHL online and doing, like, Battlefield 1. So this would be a good departure from that. So yep. I'm actually really leaning towards getting that. So kind of was kind of happy to see that. That, friends out there, does it for news this week. And uh, before we dive into our next segment, just wanted to say, let everybody know, uh, normally we have a discussion segment at the end of the show, but we had quite a bit of discussion about the news this week. So we're actually going to forego a discussion at the end of the show. We kind of integrated that in because of the two huge news stories that came out. So if, if it seems like we end abruptly, that is why. But we did incorporate our discussion into the news this week and, and expanded that out a little bit more. So let's move on though. Graham, what uh, can we get into in the stores this week? I know there's at least a couple things. There is a couple things. This week, it's a relatively quiet week for new releases. But uh, for new releases of note, we have two major new releases from longtime franchises and also a couple collections of fan favorite franchises. So, for you early enlisters out there, meaning people who paid extra to be one of the first to play the new Battlefield, Battlefield 1, then October 18th was the day your hard-earned money will allow you to play this real-world destruction first-person shooter. This game has been highly anticipated, and the hype was escalated when it was revealed that this game would be based on World War 1. This game has received great review so far for the campaign and the multiplayer has also been well received. Mm. This game is available for PC, PS4 and Xbox One on October 18th. Um, like I said, I, I bought it. I didn't do it early in Lister, but um, definitely looking forward to playing that one. Uh, n- next, fans of the Lego Harry Potter series, yeah, I know you're out there somewhere, who own a PlayStation 4, you can get the Lego Harry Potter collection. This collection is available on October 18th. Another collection that you can get... Not going to that's actually slightly intriguing to me. Yeah, oh yeah? It is. Well, I kind of enjoy the LEGO games. They're kind of a nice change of pace once in a while. Yeah. They are. And like you were saying, too, like something different, like LEGO is perfect for that. Like it's yeah. fun humor and got some good story to it. And it's LEGO, right? Like who doesn't like LEGO? Yep. And also another collection, like I was saying, you can get your hands on is Batman Return to Arkham. Now this collection, it just includes Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, which 
I haven't played, but I heard they're two amazing games, and this would be the time for me to get it. And with this collection, you it also comes with the DLCs that was released with each title. So definitely lots of gameplay in there. So are you planning on getting that at some point? Uh, I would really like to. I, I probably will. I would wait if I were you, give it till like early next year. Or wait till like holiday season and see if it's on sale for like the holiday sale. Yeah. Um, but they are fantastic games. I know. I, I originally bought them for 360 and I lent them to a friend and I never ever got them back. Yeah. But I had yeah. so much other stuff that I didn't even think about, okay, I need to get these back. But I'll tell but, you, you can, you can get, um, what's the third one? Arkham Knight. Arkham right? Knight, yeah. You can get the third one on disc now for like 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So if you get the first, you know, if you get that set mm-hmm. and then want to complete it and get the third one, you get it on disc for 20 bucks at like Walmart. I saw it there last week. Yeah. Um, for $20. And man, it's well worth it. Those are great games, especially two. Yeah, um, that's Arkham what I heard. City is phenomenal. Yeah, and the fact now that it's next gen, right? It's just yeah. so much better. Yeah. And it comes with all the DLCs, which I heard the DLCs are really good. Yeah, and I know I know Arkham Knight has gotten its you know share of knocks for you know being like you know people call it a tank simulator mm-hmm. because yeah. of the Batmobile, but there are moments in that game that make it well worth the money, especially at twenty bucks. Like there's a there's specifically one moment that's such a shocker in that game and like I sat I like jerked back in the chair and was like whoa when that happened and I played a lot of games and I've seen a lot of like horror movies scary movies jumpers scary you know stuff like that um takes a lot to do that to me but I was like wow that's a really cool twist and and it only really takes effect if you played Arkham City first and finished it right okay but uh but man, it's a great moment in, in game in video games, like in terms of storytelling, mm-hmm. and it, it makes the game worthwhile. And it is a bit of a tank simulator. It, it has that aspect at times, but three is really really enjoyable too. I finished it pretty quickly. You know what else is kind of a twist? What's that? Uh, Anaheim one in Toronto's beating your asses. So. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is, it is minor league day in the NHL. <laughs> Here we go. So. If you guys are like me and you're interested in this collection, well, this collection is available for PS4 and Xbox One on October 18th. Now, like I said, there's not much going on of note, so to finish off the week, we're treated to two major AAA releases. The biggest of the two, some would argue, is Battlefield 1. Like I said, for those of you that didn't dish out the extra cash to be an early sucker, I mean, uh, early enlister, then yeah. October 21st is the day that you can play Battlefield 1 and probably be slaughtered by the people that all was hurriedly enlisted and all ranked up. But, hey, happy battlefielding. Um, the other AAA title being released this week is a PC exclusive. Now this one, I know Mike really enjoys this series, and me as well. Uh, this game is the next title in the well-aged Civilization series. This is Civilization VI. Now, for those of you that are familiar with the series, this game follows pretty much standard format as all the other previous iterations, but it adds some tweaks here and there to improve the overall experience. And fans of this franchise will be able to play this game on October 21st. And that, like I said, it's a pretty quiet, quiet week, which you can appreciate every once in a while with all the releases we've been having. So I certainly appreciate it. 
So, so I have a question, and and probably for Mike more so, because mm. you're a big Civilization guy. Yes, sir. So, what sets like Civilization Six apart from Five? Like, what would make me say if I if I bought Five, which I haven't, cause, and I don't understand the series, so that's why I'm asking. Is what sets Six apart from Five? Like, what would make me say, yeah, I want to get this and start all over? Well, there's no start all over. I mean, it's just basic. It, it's it's uh, you know uh, turn-based strategy. Okay. So you, you you play a game for. I mean, it depends on what you want to play for. Whether it's conquest or or uh, world peace, karma, or uh, you know uh, science, or however you want to win it. You know. Okay. Um, and you pick who, what, what na nation you want to play with, and you know they, they put you in random spots. I mean, you can change the map, you can change the, the type of map, you know, the geology. Um, you can change everything in that game. Um, yeah. So basically, you know, everybody, you just start out on even footing, and you know, you, you fight, you know, build your empire and stuff like that. I have not obviously had a chance to play six yet because it's not out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, five was phenomenal. The graphics were great. Um, I liked the way everything worked better than I did four. I can't remember if it was three or four where you stopped stacking hundreds of units on top of each other. Um, now um, you can temporarily, I mean in five you can temporarily have a unit uh, on the same uh, same field as uh, the other one, as long as it's in a city. So now you have one unit that's, that's, taking, that's taking control of your city and, you know, um, fortifying it in so you know that unit becomes super strong which makes everything so much easier and so much less mm -hmm. processing but uh, um, I don't know I don't know exactly what uh, everything about it yet because like I said it's it's not mm -hmm. available I haven't seen sure. terribly a lot on it on uh, um, Twitch I uh, looked it up the other day and they had like three streams that were going and two of them were mm -hmm. sitting at the main screen so, so yeah, yeah, like, 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 ask, yeah go ahead Graham I would say, there, like, as far as the big difference between 5 and 6, like, there is not, like, a huge, like, a game-changer thing. Mm. Like, one of the biggest things now is about your city, how your city expands. It doesn't just do the generic or, like, a circle. Now they're, like, odd-shaped, and they kind of reflect more how cities are built and stuff like that. Huh. So, basically, you, if you're a fan of it, it just improves it. It's not going to be something like, oh, this game is, like, like a, done a complete 180 and it's completely different. Yeah, it just makes it more, just better. Okay, so let me let me ask this. So, for people like me who have never played it, yeah. that are listening to the show right now. Yes. What about it makes it super fun? Like, if you had to give 30 seconds and give your pitch for this game. Yeah. Like, what about it makes it awesome? Okay, well, I like building stuff. I always like Legos. And in this game, you build stuff, and you protect it, and you conquer other people's stuff that they built, you know? And I like, you know, strategically putting cities where I want them to be. You know, sometimes I want them in the middle of, uh, of a continent. Sometimes I want them on the edge so I can get, you know, Navy out of them. Um, there's all kinds of different terrains and bonus thing, bonus terrains you can get. You know, it's just it's just a builder. It's a builder game, you know? Yeah, and it follows a history, too, so it's like... Kind of, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Like, like uh, all the nation's strengths they've had, like, uh, let's just say, uh, Japan and the Samurai, that's probably going to be one of their special units, or it was once upon a time in one of the, the previous versions. You know, yeah. um, it, it's just it's just build, you know, um, build your cities, build up your uh, economy, build your, uh, your uh, 
your army up and either, you know, hold down the fort or go after other people. Okay. Yeah. So, like, one of those. So, wasn't there one that had, like, aliens or something? Yes. There was, oh, yeah. Uh, there was Alpha Centauri? Yeah. No, no, like no, 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 no. There's another one. After Earth or something it was called. Yeah. I forget what it was oh, called. After Earth. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know. I, I almost bought it, but it didn't get really that good reviewed. No, mm -hmm. it did not. So, I held out for this one. But I've got this one pre-ordered, so. Okay, so is this one a little more grounded? Yes. yes. Than that? Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. If you go the science route, um, you, if you try to use science to win the game, the winning the game is getting your science to the point where you can do uh, um, space travel, and then you once you once you can put a ship together that can take a whole bunch of people away to a different planet, then you win via science. Okay. Yeah. So like the science aspect and the like city building aspect is really appealing to me. Yeah, it's also a way to win culturally, mm -hmm. which means you know you, you build you know coliseums and and religion and, and all that kind of stuff, and you know then you know your happiness goes up and then your culture goes up and then you can win it just by being cultural. Can I create Donald Trump in the game? <laughs> um, kill him? <laughs> no, we don't want to kill him. because no. he's much more fun alive. <laughs> this no. is true. Okay, that's unfortunate, but. Okay, no, I mean, that sounds fun. It, it sounds like something I might be interested in. But Graham, I, I meant to ask you this, so just as a side note, and I don't want to go off like a 10 minute tangent, but. Thank God. Yeah, but, uh, but speaking of the science aspect, like, you, you bought Kerbal Space Program and you played for a little bit. Have you touched it at all? I, I've also heard that Kerbal Space Program is still massively buggy on the Xbox. Is it? Okay, so Graham, have you, have you continued to play it at all, or no? I have not continued to play it. Um, I just found it really hard, and I got to a point where I, I attempted it two or three times, and I kept, like, I don't know about failing, but I couldn't, like, reach my destination. How where you pretty much got to set your path so you get like drawn in by gravitational like it's, it's very sciencey so and this I is think, why canada does not have a space shuttle program actually we do um, <laughs> but well, anyways technically the u.s doesn't anymore either but yeah but no it, it, it's very very cool and you really need to put in some time in it and it's a lot of trial and error so if you're looking to play this game and like dominate and everything to work out then you got to put in time. You, you're not so, going to enjoy it if you want to be like the best right away. So it's almost a little too true to life. Almost, yes. Yeah. The whole thing is, is when you first start out, is you want to be able to get something that can get the velocity and, and everything to get into orbit. Yeah. And, Make sure you take the tutorials because if you <coughs> skip it. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I just clearing my throat. Yeah, because like. And you kind of learn too about how actually spaceships work. How like you have different stages, so like you release like the fuel tanks, and then you release the motor, and then you might have another fuel tank. So you actually got to set what order everything releases. So basically, you could blow yourself up if you release the wrong thing, or you burn up in the atmosphere if you didn't release some weight. Like it's, it's it's, it's fun, and you can actually get to the point where you get off and you explore other planets. But yeah. I've never, I didn't reach that far. Step and you do like, up. sorry, go ahead, sorry. And you do like science experiments. You bring stuff up with you, and you see how it reacts and yep. stuff like that. 
Step one is getting something in the <clears throat> into orbit. Step two is figuring out the orbit. Step yeah. three is making a space station out there where you can bring all the parts up there to make a, just a regular spaceship. It doesn't have to worry about having rockets and stuff to get through an atmosphere. And then step four is going out into other places and exploring planets. Yeah, that's yeah. the part where I couldn't get. Okay. Yeah. Th this is a game that I've always kind of had fingers crossed for games with gold. Yeah, right? Um, I, I really don't think it'll ever hit that because I don't yeah. think it appealed to a massive amount of people. Yeah, but I've always kind of had it back it. in my mind for, like, deals with gold or, like, holiday sale. Yeah. And I think holiday sale is a good bet for that yeah. game. Um, mm -hmm. To see it, you know, maybe 50% off and I'll absolutely grab it at that price. Oh, yeah. Because that type of game absolutely appeals to me. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I like, like those games sometimes where you have to really apply thought. Yeah. And you know, critical thinking to something, and yeah, and th that's good. Yeah. So I want to support games that do that. I just want to see Grand Theft Auto played in all sense, but uh, no. But talking about it makes me want to try it again. There you mm -hmm. go. All right. But I tell you, you don't want to try it just before you about when you go to sleep or you're getting tired, because <laughs> there there is a ton of reading and it can get kind of boring and a little, little overwhelming. A little tedious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for games this week? That's it. All right, Mike, what do you got for deals that we can save some money on? All right, boys and girls, men and women of all ages. Uh, October Games of Gold, we have Super Mega Baseball available until the end of the month. Definitely a must download. It is a lot of fun. It's uh, halfway, you know, simulation, halfway arcade. -y. And right now, out. We have the Escapist. <clears throat> I have not had a chance to play this yet, but I really, really, really want to. I got this downloaded and ready to rock and roll. On the 360, we've got, um, which is no longer available, which is Reflex uh, MX versus ATV. Um, right now, what is available on the 360 is I Am Alive, and it is available from the 16th to the 31st. This week's deals with gold. Um, Rocket League, Tomb Raider, and Fallout 4 are, are, are the premier ones. Hmm. So we got Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Season Pass for 20% off. Um, okay. Um, Clockwork Tales of Glass and Ink is 30% off. Dirt Rally is 50% off. EA Sports, Rory McIlroy, don't shut up. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> Fuck you. Shut up. PGA Tour is 60% off. It's like 12 bucks or something like that. It's also on what? It's also but, on EA Access. Yes, it is. Oh, for free. Um, F1 2016 is 35% off, which pretty much never gets any kind of falling. Uh, speaking of falling, Fallout 4 is 50% off this week. Buy it. Uh, so is the Digital Deluxe Bundle. So if you're, oh. you're going to get it, get it. The Season Pass is also 33% off. All of the um, DLC, each one is 33% off as well. Hmm. Uh, Grand Prix Rockin' Racing is 50% off. Oh, look, Grand Theft Auto V is on sale for 40 bucks. <laughs> There's a big surprise. Lorecroft and Temple of Osiris um, Season Pass Pack and the game is each 75% off. Here's an interesting one, though. Raiden 5 is on sale 75% off for $12.50. They originally put this out at 40 bucks, which was I remember way that. overpriced. Yeah, because we were talking, Mike, about yeah. how we wanted that game. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's twelve fifty right now. It is if okay. you guys can, you know, scoop out a couple of shells and clams for this, you ought to get it right now because it's it's a pretty nifty top down shooter. Yeah. 
Yep. Rocket League is actually on sale. Believe it or not, twenty-five percent off. Ooh. And Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is seventy-five percent off. There's a couple other little ones. Wow, there. how much? Seventy-five percent off. Wow. Yeah, that's that's definitely a buy right there. Is that is that the original or the Rise of the Tomb Raider? Um, it I can't tell. What was the box art on the on the Rise of the Tomb Raider? The the original was mostly white. Yeah, I think she's pulling back, and, pulling back an arrow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the original one. Still good. Yeah. And I mean, that, man, wow. And I know it was on Games with Gold at one point. Yeah. But if you can get a chance to pick it up there, yeah, totally worth it. And, and I'll tell you, like, Super Mega Baseball, if you're a baseball fan at all, mm-hmm. it looks super arcadey. But fun. man, the, the, the mechanics and just the physics... Yep. are almost just as good as what you'll find on PS4 with the show. Yeah, I agree. Wow. Super good. It's super good. I agree. So, for the price, I mean, buy it. And then Rocket League is always a great deal at pretty much any oh, yeah. price. So, yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, no, it's fine. Um, I'm going to skip over to PlayStation now. PlayStation Plus free games for this month. One is Resident Evil, which is obviously a must-get. The other one is Transformers mm-hmm. Devastation. Um, on the PS3, we got Mad Riders from Dust. From Dust is actually worth it. So that's pretty much those two going on. And let's see what we got for all deals this week for the PS4. Professional Farm Simulator. For uh, This is the PlayStation stuff that's on sale this week. Professional Farm Simulator 2017 is on sale 50% off already for $19.99. Let's see here. We got Jackbox 3 Party Pack. Uh, 22.49. We got uh, Soul Axiom is on sale. Mm. 50% off for $9.99. Mm. Verdun is on sale for 30, 30% off for $13.99. Excuse me. Um, Eternal Blade is on sale. 50% off for $7.49. Albedo, Albedo, uh, Ice from Outer Space is 70% off for 5 bucks. Um, we got Velocibox is on sale 30% off for $8.74. Whispering Willows, game and theme, is on sale for $8.74. Qbert um, Rebooted Game and Pixels Theme Bundle is on sale 25% off for $8.99. Don't buy it. Yeah, the, the, the controls on it are terrible. Um, Score Rush Extended, 20% off. $9.59. Pixel Gear, 10% off, $8.99, $8.89. Electric Super Joy. Um, I've heard good things about that game. Uh, 25% off, mm-hmm. $7.49. Fluster Cluck is on sale. For <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite game titles like ever. Yeah. But I like it. 50% off for four for five bucks. Pa- this one's for you, Tyler. Power Rangers Complete Avatars Bundle is on sale. Yeah. $7.99. <laughs> Tyler's already got that. You don't need to tell him about that deal. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cast of Seven Godsends Redo uh, is uh, 70% off <coughs> for $2.09. Um, Infinity Runner is on sale. 25% off for $5.24, boys and girls. And that's pretty much going to do it for what's on sale with the PS4 besides, you know, themes and, and stuff like that. If you want to see the themes, you go to PlayStation, store.playstation.com and check that out. You know, get what you want. 
Um, I still can't believe that they charge for themes, but whatever. I guess there's not really no themes on the Xbox now. You just kind of... No, not anymore. It's, it, I mean, remember, Xbox uses charge for them on the 360. Yeah. And yeah, they just haven't incorporated them into the one yet. And when they do, don't worry, they'll charge for them. <laughs> so... So that's that, man. All right. Uh, one thing I say about the PS4 is that they have a lot of indie games that seem kind of cool that nobody's ever really heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the titles you mentioned. Yeah. So take a look at those. Um, give them a chance. Yep. You know, a lot of indie games end up being great. Um, yep. You know, great examples are games like um, Unravel. Mm-hmm. You know, which start with a tiny studio and. And uh, just, it's just a great idea, and it ends up being a, a really good experience when you play yep. it. So um, give those games a chance. Yep. Uh, let's move into what we've been playing. So, Graham, what have you been up to this week, other than watching Maple Leafs <laughs> suck and lose? Uh, oh, as well. I was going to say they are beating Minnesota, but they're not right now. It's tied. Oh. Anyway, but I've been playing NHL 17, sticking with the, the hockey uh, theme. Yeah. And I really haven't played anything else except for EA, uh, EASHL and Hockey Ultimate Team. Uh, they came out with an update, and I no longer have that infinite loading screen in Hockey Ultimate Team, so it doesn't okay. take as long now to get in there. So they've done yeah. a few more uh, updates. I heard something about stick lifting, uh, making it more effective, I think, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure what other tweaks, mm-hmm. but keep tweaking it it's uh there's still a few little issues you got to fix there ea i know you're not going to get them all but i appreciate you to fix some of them mm-hmm. so uh that's basically what i've been spending my time on how about you mike what have you been spending time on uh force three i really enjoyed the hell out of the game i just sit there and sort of just you know dick around in it all the time oh hey there's a barn find all right i'll drop what i'm doing and go get it you know um i have a really good time with that game uh, so does one of our listeners who is already in the hundreds in Raz, uh, right? level. Yeah, yeah, he knows who he is. Yeah. I see him drive by every once in a while. Matter of fact, <laughs> I have him in my uh, my group for good. Uh, yeah, for uh, you get app dra- drive tars, drive tars, drive tars to uh, um, you know be in your posse, so to speak. So he's definitely in there, being you know level 150 million. Um, and then there's NHL you two knuckleheads. Um, I still get frustrated as hell this year. I, the goalies are, are absolutely horrific. Um, I've never seen so many just short side goals that happen like that. You know, they peel themselves off the pipe, and it's just gross. But other than that, I haven't really played anything. But you, Tyler? Um, some NHL 17, and you know, I agree on the goalies. I, I but I think it's back and forth. Like sometimes they stand on top of their head. And they're phenomenal, and then sometimes they can't stop a beach ball. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. So it's it, it's kind of all or nothing. Yeah. With that, um, so it's a little frustrating because it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. But I've been playing a lot of that. It's still fun though. I still enjoy it, and you know we're still uh, definitely an over five hundred team. I'm not as good as we'd like to be, and as good as I think we can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year we were. Division one, Division two team, mostly Division two, I would say. Um, we're still kind of working up to that level this year, but we'll get there. I'm not worried. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the fact that all of a sudden I have to travel everywhere. Yeah. So there's been huge gaps in in our being able to play. 
So that's unfortunate. But um, a little bit of Gears of War 4, uh, which is a fantastic game. I cannot recommend this game enough, and I'm hoping that we all get involved uh, shortly. Actually, it's there tomorrow to play some some co-op and starting to get through some of these levels. And I know we got somebody who's interested in actually joining the podcast in the future yeah. that uh, wants to finish up that game with us. So we got to get to the end of Act Three to be able to finish it out with him. Yep. Um, but uh, that's that game's a ton of fun. It's a fantastic story. It's a great game, great mechanics, everything you expect from Gears of War. Um, and even the Horde mode yeah. is freaking phenomenal this yeah. time around. Yeah, Minnesota's winning now. Well, of course <laughs> they are. Yeah, 3-2. I mean, that that's a foregone conclusion, gentlemen. So, but I didn't even have to look. But uh, even the Horde mode is phenomenal. Yeah. So, Mike, I know you weren't a huge fan of Horde mode in the past. Um I, I think you might like it if you give it a chance this time around. But we'll see. Um, and then shortly, it'll be Battlefield One. Yes. Very shortly. Once Midnight tonight is yep. the release. Uh, Eleven o'clock for you know Americans and freedom lovers. Yep. Like us. Yep. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, um, midnight Eastern time for those of you who have pre-ordered it. And 11 o'clock here in the central time zone. So, uh, looking forward to that. I probably won't play any tonight, but tomorrow I'll definitely be diving into that. And, I mean, it's one of the hugely, one of the most anticipated games of the year. I'm really looking forward yeah. to it, getting into it, and yeah. seeing what it's all about. So, um, pre-order that today, and have it downloaded, ready to roll. And uh, next week I'll be uh, diving into some WWE 2K17. Uh, plan on picking that up. I had a blast with 16. Yeah. Especially, and Mike, I think you'd agree, especially in the, like, um, my career mode. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. It's just a blast to get in there. It's so much fun. And things can change on a dime in a match. Yep. And it's just fun to watch that kind of play through that roller coaster. And it, it can actually be really cool and really, like, exhilarating when you reverse somebody's finisher and turn around and get the win when you felt like it was just a matter of time until you lost. So, uh, looking forward to that. But uh, mostly NHL and a little bit of Gears of War this week is what I've been playing. So, that's it for what we've been playing. Like I said, uh, we incorporated a lot of discussion into the news this week. So, we're going to uh, skip yep. that segment, even though he didn't really skip it. We just kind of merged it. Yep. Let's talk about how you can get in touch with us again. You can follow us on Twitter at ThirdSunGaming, all words, T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N, Gaming. You can send us email, mail at thirdsungaming.com, and we are going to commit that in the next week, by the next episode, we're going to have this website thing figured out and have it fixed. Oh my God, so yeah. you can go back to www.thirdsungaming.com and go into the forums. We had some pretty good discussion going there before we had a complete website meltdown. Right. So we will get that fixed here in the next uh, seven days before uh, we can be downloaded again. For episode yep. 21. So, for Graham, for Mike, I am Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us for episode 20. We're at 20 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. That's wow. Kind of a deal, right? Um, so, thank you so much for being with us so far, and we're only going to get better from here. So, uh, I promise. Again, we'll see. Yep. Really? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>
now we're only gonna get better from here so sure. um but we really do i mean honestly appreciate uh you know you following us you downloading the episodes the feedback sure. we get um you know having people tell us that that uh, this is you know that's what they listen to when they go to work on monday morning i mean that truly does mean a lot that that we help you you know get yeah. through that commuter get through that work day and and it's really appreciated on our part so uh nothing but a humble response on my part to that so thank you for letting us be part of that for you um like i said for both graham and mike i'm tyler thank you so much for joining us for, for episode 20 we'll be back next week with episode 21 until then have a great week, everybody. Have some great gaming. Play Gears of War 4. Um, get Super Mega Baseball if you haven't yet. Uh, download the Escape. Just let us know what you think. And enjoy Battlefield 1, everybody. I'm assuming most people have that downloaded ready to roll tonight. So we'll send us field. emails. Send us emails. Let us know what you think of Battlefield 1. Until next week, thank you so much. We will see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. See ya. Thank you.